All right, so talk to me about the James Webb because somehow I don't know anything about this, uh, oh. and I feel dumb. So I need. It's like a twenty-five foot wide, basically gold-plated panels or whatever that focus light onto a specific dot instead of using a traditional telescope, which is just a big cylinder. So it's like super high quality because everything it captures so much more light. And then it's it, the 4K of telescopes. Oh yeah, significantly more. But yeah, <laughs> and then it has like these little 4, like K. shields basically to create shade over top of it, so it doesn't capture any light that it doesn't want to. And then, like for instance, the Hubble, like one of the, some of the photos that came out on Wednesday were like, oh, you know, here's you know the what is that the Kareen Nebula or whatever, you know, oh it look looks like. 15 times cooler than the Hubble's version of it. Well, yeah, that took 12 hours while the Hubble took three weeks to take that photo. So, like, it's like, dude, we're going to start getting photos just, like, quick. It's going to be awesome. And also, it's, you know, that's one instrument of, you know, however many. I think it's, like, 12 specific different types of uh, imaging it can take. Really? So, yeah. Like, this one, the Southern Ring Nebula or whatever, that's infrared, but it's, like, this is the mid-range versus the low-range or whatever. So now we don't have like these stupid artist depictions anymore. We're actually seeing the real ones. That's incredible. Super cool. Loving it. Pretty excited. Are you a huge space nerd? Or kind of, but I mean, it, it's hard not to be a little bit, it's right? It's hard not to be when yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, look how cool that is. I, yeah, I, I think it's hard not to be when you see it. Yeah. But like, I hardly ever know when SpaceX does something cool. Mm-hmm. It's usually like the day of. I'm like, oh right, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, this one I, I, I knew think about this is awesome. like a month ago. Like I was, I was waiting for it. So I did not. I watched the whole like presidential thingamajig to on uh, Monday for the first preview and stuff, and it was like an hour and a half late. And the, Biden's like, sorry, I'm late. I was uh, preparing to go to the Middle East. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> show me the image. <laughs> Nobody even needs you. We don't need you here. You could have some lackey show us these photos. I know, for real. He just hands it off to the, the NASA dude anyway. I was like, come yeah, on. Yeah, because he doesn't know this. what any of that is. Oh, for real. But it's really cool to see all them all. So this is the one that they um, did, like, the first preview or whatever for. The, everything looks all wacky because of the gravitational pull and light. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's something you don't think about, that light is affected by gravity. Well, you don't see black holes. You see the effects of black holes yeah so so cool but yeah this will this will be sweet <laughs> i'm excited I'm, I'm excited that you are excited do you really care about traveling in space or are you just mostly curious about what's out there both i don't think i would ever travel though i mean well because I, I was just wondering yeah. like you see blue origin and everything yeah do you like do you do you think man i'd, I'd like to go to a different planet i'd like to know what it's like to travel in space or do you go i yeah. really just want to know what's out there yeah, there's so Send many like photos. there's so many like or astronaut interviews of people being like, yeah, here's what it, what it is, here's how it feels, here's what effects have on your body and stuff, and it's pretty awful to be honest. So I wouldn't want to do it, but like, yeah, it's cool to see. But but we get to Star Trek levels. Yeah, Star Trek you... levels, maybe. Yeah. All right, all right. That's I think so. not happening soon though. So. <laughs> Well, no, because awesome. what times? What, when does Star Trek take place? It's like twenty four ninety nine. Super something. far away. Yeah. Right now, there's an actual nerd that's yelling at the screen as if I'm an idiot. But listen, I have no idea to be honest. Nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> I like the idea. Star Trek is fake. Isn't there like a Star Trek theory of like every time they like departicleize or whatever, it's just a new version coming out with all the same memories, so you just die every time. <laughs> that basically is what kind of what it is. Is it's effectively like instant cloning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. That's because that's really the only. I mean, how else do you transport? Yeah, like that? there'd be no way to like move a conscience over. It's so weird. But yeah. So, do you think that that would cause more or less cancer? <laughs> and if you could do it at that cellular level, it'd have to cause. Couldn't the trans? Couldn't the transporter be like, "Hey, I see you have a lesion here. Let me fix that for you." Dude, there's like actually uh, people testing like nanobots to go in and just like identify cancer cells and kill them. Oh, I've totally seen this. I think we may have talked about this on here. Oh, we may have, yeah. Yeah, because it's... Uh, so if you, you have can, that technology. You can take a pill that's full of th- hundreds. Yeah, of and they just like... And you take the pill. Mm-hmm. The pill, co- the capsule of the pill holds through, and then it absorbs into your bloodstream, and then they seek and destroy. Oh, man. The future is now. Well, hello there, boys and girls. It's time for a new... Playhouse IT Solutions Podcast, yeah? This is like Pee Wee's Playhouse or whatever. 
<laughs> I don't even know how to aim to PB's playoffs on this one. I feel like I should. This should be a talking chair to introduce the podcast. I mean, that's pretty much what I am at this point. <laughs> I've, I've reached that level of concerned in life where I might as well just be a talking chair. That's a good band name. <laughs> uh, well, there is already a band called The Talking Head, so it might get confusing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, a pretty older one. That's Yeah, we could probably do it now. I had this weird thing where um, my buddy sent me a link to something on Spotify. He's like, hey, think you really like this style of music, and I did. I loved it. So I was like, awesome. And I looked at the date of the record, and it was, the album was 2000 record. The, I record. looked at the date of the album, and it was uh, 2009. Oh, wow. It's weird when you like find something that old, and you're like, how did I miss this? Or did my tastes change? I think, so, I mean, there's so much out there to experience and consume. Yeah, I mean. That now that we have these ways to get in touch with it, like we have the way we have Spotify is awesome. Spotify makes finding music very easy. I I, I absolutely love it. One of our, one of the guys in the office uh, has has waited because you have like the little friends list on like who's listening to who, or to who's listening to what. Uh, he's waited on like Fridays to see when I'm like listening to the release radar or you know like another person or whatever. So he's he's gathered everybody's release radars and save them as playlists so he can check in and see like what people are interested in stuff. Really? Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> it's creepy. It's, you know, if you like finding new music, I mean, I really do. I, I, I really do like finding new music. Yeah, you um, just kind of look around and see what people are interested in. It's kind of fun. So we're back. We've got a new episode of, uh, talking, talking tracks, <laughs> talking tracks with Griffin <laughs> and Matt. Now we're, we're kind of interrupting the podcast to talk music, but, I mean, I, I, film and music, man. I, I know we talked about that right at the top of the show, but like, <laughs> film music in space today. In apparently. Space, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I mean, I love, I love a lot of those creative arts, and I just feel like music and 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 film is just such a great way to just immerse yourself in art. Yeah. Um, I know there are people who love photos, and don't take this the wrong way. Like, I do think there's some artwork that, like, you take a look at photography and. There's some fantastic photography, but I don't feel immersed in it. Just want it to move. I want it to. I want it. I want it to move me. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry, but That's... sometimes, sometimes, those those it's harder for static images and static experiences like that to truly do that. Whereas, like your music and your film, they 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 inspire you to be a better person. Um, or hit somebody in the head with a frying pan. You know, it just depends on what type of movie way, you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> you can go either way. Whatever genre. <laughs> so. Well, we kind of uh, talked about space a little bit, but you, I think you well, tell you like what, you got something you with Starlight. Yeah, I do. Well, I, I do. We can, ahead, we, can, we, can talk about, <laughs> we can talk about the stars all day. But do you know, um, yes, Hubble may not be up there, but you know what are is like a network of like, Hundreds of Starlink satellites. Yeah, how many of those are up there? I have no idea. I know that they. I meant more to. More, I totally but... meant to write it down because it was a much bigger number than I thought it was. Yeah, um, it is hundreds though. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. might even be like a couple thousand. It's funny when you're in like uh, Canada and stuff, and you look up, and it's you know you see the, the moving constellation of these things. And, it's wild. Um, and so for those that may not quite know what Starlink is. Starlink is a SpaceX project, so yeah, unfortunately, if you've been paying attention to the news at all, it's <laughs> going to be a very musky show. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but uh, SpaceX owns um, or, or runs this internet service provider called Starlink. And what's really cool about Starlink is it's a high-speed broadband satellite-based Internet provider. We talked about them because they were moving some satellites around mm -hmm. in order to provide internet to people of Ukraine. I just want to interrupt you. Um, it is 2,500 uh, currently. Right now, they expect there to be um, 42,000 later. But I think that's their goal. But they launched them at about 50 a time, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, thank you. So... It's great if you live out in the middle of nowhere, you can't really get in and you can get some really solid um, speeds. Uh, old coworker of mine, um, who must be doing well in life, has purchased an uh, uh, property on an uninhabited island. And, uh, where? Uh, out near the Bermuda. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, 
it was playing around with Starlink out on his. This is a random in the middle of nowhere sort of area. Bermuda, middle of the Atlantic. Yep, and uh, and it's actually a tiny island that has like four other people on it. Oh, it's still and private I, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, you're talking, you're two miles away from people. Yeah. So, you're getting two three hundred megabit per second uploads and downloads. It's phenomenal. Um, now it still experiences some latency and it's been in beta for a little bit, but if you live out in the country, you may have had really limited internet experiences. Yeah. Right? So even this is going to be a, a, a positive. Yeah. So this is, this is something that you've been doing. Well, they just finally, they've been working with the FCC to get this greenlit for a while because the one thing you can't do in Starlink is be mobile. So they have the opportunity that you can be portable, which is, as you can go and you can take the, access point but it actually requires different licensing from the fcc to be able to mm. take your service and be continually on the go yeah right so um if you set up here in toledo and then you wanted to go to chicago you could still use your starlink service but you couldn't use it while on the go you'd have to basically shut it off it's like a taxes thing maybe like it's just spectrum uh, it's how the spectrum is managed because okay. obviously you might have spectrum in the area, yeah, yeah. you know, like you, you might overrun. So they manage and police a lot of that. They just received approval to be mobile. So now Starlink is able to operate on the go. Wow. Here's what's awesome about that. Um, Starlink now allows, because of how Starlink works, um, you're, you could put, a Starlink receiver on your RV. Are you? Yeah, this this is proper now. Internet in a car, internet in a moving yep. vehicle. Yep. You put it in the car, put it on an RV. Ships too. Um, yeah. What about yeah, naval ships? People who work on like tankers and stuff or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. If you are what is it, Gojo or whatever it is, that's the in-flight. You should be worried mm. about it now because what they do is they shoot the internet up towards the planes. Yeah, it's the opposite. <laughs> um, but it's actually horrible. Starlink could now operate technically within an airplane. Wow. And you're flying up closer, you're probably yeah, going to get a better signal. signal. Cuz it's really affected by weather and stuff. I mean, yep. clouds obviously. And you'll you know. be above it, which yeah. um so wow. now you're seeing these big things where we can now use this on devices that can move and float and hmm. fly and so this is really exciting. It's really exciting. But like you said, we we could have better internet on your on on your next plane ride and they've already negotiated some deals with airlines that were kind of like, Hey, we're working on this, but if this happens, are you interested? And, um, uh, at least one, I think two airlines are willing to do a pilot program, um, to onboard it. Now, <clears throat> of course, Starlink provides the internet to the plane. You have to have equipment, Wi-Fi broadcast on it. So, you know, you're still not out of the woods yet, but they're, they've got a, they've got a whole system worked out. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's like, I don't know, makes it, like, why do you need a house now? <laughs> Just be homeless. Makes Vanduil a, a uh, whole you know, thing. If we hit a bad reception, recession, you could save a few monies, live out of your car, and still, you know, drive still, around. Still and have get a internet. remote job. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you could. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of remote only work, huh? Uh, which is kind of a cool tee up for. What I was reading, the FBI's warning about. Did you see? Any, did you see anything about this? Uh, this deep fake. Yeah, you thing? sent me that, and I'm feeling. But I mean, it it is weirdly easy to to do deep fakes now. So, I, it's and the possible. FBI is saying there is telltale signs, but their concern is that the number of deep fakes could get to the point that makes it hard. So let me catch everybody yeah. else up because we've already kind of peeked at this. We've been watching this. Um, FBI has put out a warning that. Um, Cyber security or cyber attackers are using deep fakes to pose as interviewees for positions that would gain them access to sensitive information. Why hack when you get the keys? Yeah, exactly. And so that's what they're doing. So they're going in, they're inventing personas, they're stealing mm -hmm. identities, and they're putting up deep fake faces when they go and they do the videos. And it's they easy to make a, a story online with social profiles and stuff. You just make, you know, yeah. a, a LinkedIn or whatever for this person. And then it, it's just crazy how easy this could be. Yep. And you really don't, 
you know, if all you're doing is videos, then you just need to do deep fake for your videos, yep. right? And like you said, the, this whole remote job thing, you should just be working from home. No one needs to see you other than on this camera, which exactly. is kind of lying to you. <laughs> exactly. So imagine hiring a program. Now they're really they're really applying to sensitive position jobs. Yeah. So programmers, you know, security teams, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, but yeah, they're, they're they're warning that they're seeing this on the rise. And they said when you're interviewing somebody, um, if it looks like they have a bad connection. Take note of that because of the audio, because obviously with a deep fake, you're putting a face over mm -hmm. somebody else's face, right? You think of it like a Snapchat filter. Um, those aren't perfect. So there's going to be some weird delays and hesitation. Yep. So if the audio and the lips aren't matching up right, scrutinize it. Yeah. Um, I was reading another article kind of sort of related but unrelated that said um, they do have some really good detection schemes that look at lighting and they analyze the lighting within a room, but it's so subtle. You really do need a computer to, to, yeah. to sample it. Um, but you'll notice that often the lighting of a deep fake is different than the lighting of the room they're in. And so the FBI is working on developing software that helps do that. But, and the person who's using the deep fake, if they purposefully like compress their, their, um, video going out, then like, that's going to make it harder for it's going to fuzz it up even more. Yeah. So, hmm. so be careful if you're hiring remote workers. Um, the, the FBI said is just pay attention to those types of warning flags right now. But they said what concerns them the most is technology gets better and better. Yeah. The fact that we can even say that this is a possibility is incredible. Yeah, I never thought of this. This when deepfake like issues started coming up, people are like, well, you know, what if ha what happens if you know uh, speeches and stuff like people aren't saying actually what they are in interviews and whatever, but like. For interviewing a job, <laughs> I never even considered that. Well, again, what? Why work so hard when you can? All you got to yeah. do is convince them yep. to give it's you the catfishing keys. a job. And, <laughs> that's a good way to put. It's wild. And how long do you need to put it up for? A couple of weeks until you get your hack done, and then you disappear yeah. off the face. Prove of the yourself earth. for a week. Yeah. Get access or to what you need. However long probation, maybe a month. Yeah. But I bet you that month is way better than what you you know what I mean. Yeah, trying to, yeah, I, people put so much time into a big hack, and if you're getting literally millions out of something, then they're gonna it's, think it's worth it, even if it, take, if it takes years. It's totally worth it, right? Oh my gosh, that's horrifying. Good thing, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a deep fake? Because I've noticed sometimes oh, no. you talk, your audio comes out. My mouth doesn't. Yeah, I'm actually just a ventriloquist, so sorry. There's a joke in there that uh, this awkward silence is just going to have to tell. Griff, you look like a connoisseur of phones. I don't you want a that. you want a Volvo phone? <laughs> I said I was, Volvo. I was gonna laugh, but like, I like Volvo. <laughs> I do too. This actually, this art, the, this article I stumbled across actually kind of surprised me in a couple ways. Why are they making phones? Uh, okay, all right, all right, so. Volvo's maybe not actually making phones. Okay. But if you're like me and haven't been paying attention, did you know that Volvo is owned by the Chinese? And what? No. And and who is it these days? I guess. Um, I but, thought Volvo was still um, their own little... Well, so Volvo was actually part of Ford. And if you remember oh. back in the mid to early 2000s, Ford fire sailed a whole bunch of their brands especially their luxury brands, if you remember. Because at one time, they owned Land Rover. They owned uh, Jaguar. Oh the, they owned Volvo. They owned... Uh, I feel like there's... Yeah, there's a bunch of brands that they owned. And so they ended up uh, selling or closing a lot of them. As we famously know, like Jaguar and uh, Land Rover got sold to a an Indian company called uh, Tata. And Volvo looks to be... And apparently, that. Volvo was purchased by Geely. Geely. Which is a uh, very large Chinese automotive company. Very large Chinese automaker. <laughs> wow. Very large. So what's that have to do with a Volvo phone? Uh, nothing. Uh, other than I found out that they own Volvo and Lotus. And it made me laugh to think about this. But they also have a significant interest in a company called uh, Meizu. Or Meizu. 
Um, this is a company I've heard of before, oh, but they've never really been super popular here. Because um, they they were like one of the first people to try to install Ubuntu on a phone. One of our coworkers has like a really, it, it kind of, this brand reminds me, whatever brand that Oppo. is. Oppo. Uh, yeah, that OPPO mm-hmm. brand. Yeah. Oppo, Oppo. Which is also Oppo one. I, whatever. Whatever one brand that is now. That's the same company. Yeah. Okay. So he, uh, when he was telling me he was like at that phone, that's exactly who this company. I was thinking, I'm like, they just make generic phones, but mm. they, they don't. <laughs> uh, they make them under their own brands, but they usually, if they were going to be in the United States, they would be a rebrand. Of a some rebrand, sort. Yeah. yeah. Like how HTC back in the day was not actually a brand. They would make a phone and then a manufacturer. Yeah. Would, like um, I had an HTC Shadow, um, but that was actually branded as a t-mobile phone when i was on t-mobile no. so like it was never called that here some trickery gotcha. yeah yeah where are we? <laughs> they bought a significant stake so this auto manufacturer now has a uh, controlling interest in a phone company hmm. and they've got all kinds of big plans that they're not willing to share yet that could mean like I don't know. That's that's kind of strange, but it that could be some really cool stuff too, though. Yeah. Because what if your phone had a spot on your dashboard that you could stick it in there? It could. Be it would the charge. It could infotainment be infotainment center. Yeah. It could be your infotainment center. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, there's some weird stuff going on that we can mention in a moment that uh, y- you can, you know, use your phone to pay for gas and stuff like that. Mm. I yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. A lot of things could be cooler if you had your phone as the infotainment center. But it's like the central computer. You could take it. You could look up your. I mean, not even using the same screen. You know, it could just be like a little slot that it. You know, and then boom. Yeah, it could, so. or it could be both. It could be you're using that screen and the other screen, and you know, but, I mean, but did, your did, data connection and everything. This does all exist though. This, this is CarPlay, so. <laughs> Right, but this is this is uh, yeah, because CarPlay you do effectually effectively mirror your screen. Yeah, yeah. But this is them controlling that experience. Yeah. Start to finish. That'd be interesting. And that's that's maybe how you get like firmware updates for your car or something like. Load them to your phone. Yeah, that'd be wild. That that, that could change the game. I don't know. I, I at first I thought this is stupid, but the more I've had time to think about it. Um, since I've added this in and stuff, the more opportunities kind of arise. It kind of is yeah. neat. Yeah, there, there's a lot you could do with it. Huh? You know, you use your phone for GPS. You use your, and how often do we do that already today? So what if the car just pick? And, and I like you said, yes, we have software that does that. But what if you own the ecosystem and you make it tightly integrated? Yeah. Heck, what if I could get apps for my car? Yeah, and then it would, you know always run because starlight would be giving you internet (laughs) (laughs) starlink be perfect you didn't even need to sell sell provider be awesome yeah so you've got that so and you know you you're already alluded because you could pay for gas yep another thing happened um at that apple thing uh what was that june or so their little conference wwdc yeah yeah I forget. I don't even know what that stands for to be honest worldwide developers concept uh except uh, it's only apple (laughs) Classic Apple fashion, and it's always it's always just in uh, California. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, what would, and then I couldn't think of a name. <laughs> like, what would Jesus do, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't get there. Oh. Anyway, so they were they announced the idea that soon you might be able to pay for gas using CarPlay, which is the app that is kind of just again mirroring your phone. It makes the your phone an info, infotainment center of your car, but like. Everyone's like, that, that's cool and all, but like, you know, that's that sounds like extraordinary, whatever, but like, it, it'll be a while. And then one of the biggest uh, gas station owners, basically, HF Sinclair, got on board and was like, yeah, we're going to start implementing this into our gas pumps. <laughs> do you do you think that's because, because what if your car did CarPlay and you could identify the car? And so if somebody were to try to drive off, like, what if... What if it reduces? And I guess I, I imagine that most people who quote steal gasoline, I gotta imagine most of them are like, they just somehow forgot. That's very, very close to what they're trying to do. At, at the moment, they're trying to make it so that you can on your CarPlay app. There'll be a little app that you'll have to pay for gas. You'll click what pump you're going to, or at, and then it'll 
you know, say, okay, you know, how much we, do you want or whatever, or full tank or whatever, and then boom, you're done. So it does identify already what pump you're going to try to be at and stuff. So yeah, it would help with people not driving off, I guess. And, yeah, and I think it's just all accidental, and you can be like, nope, this makes sure that you pay for it. Yeah. I, I, the, the other thing said, is you don't have to, like, pay for it every time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. physically, you, you just put in your account I mean, number, and then you, you, you just click the button. Do you ever use Apple Pay on your phone? No, but it's, you know, it's a very similar premise. Well, I so. mean, I, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, like, you've never used it on your phone? No, I've never done that, yeah. It's the greatest thing in the world. I don't understand what the problem is. I just I haven't haven't done it on and off. Uh, Griffin, it's going to change your life. <laughs> Set up Apple Pay because sometimes when you find a website, when you can order pizza and you don't That's, have to go find your credit card. Yeah. This I was is, on these the, are all dangerous financial decisions. <laughs> I was on the toilet the other day and I ordered pizza. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. I didn't have to go find my credit card because I, I was predisposed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The future is now. I mean, the future's been there a little while. Apple Pay's been good for yeah. a couple of years now. You don't have to go find your credit card. It just says... All right, do you want to prove this on your phone? And you go, yeah. And it takes, you know, face ID goes, all right, you look close enough. <laughs> Bam. Dope, dud. Pizza. Easy. I mean, yeah. I've but, also yeah. bought, like, shoes and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. It's Squ- um, uh, uh, what's the Shopify? Mm-hmm. has, like, a whole integrated thing. It's super easy to order stuff. And so once you're kind of in the Shopify ecosystem, yeah, they're like, hey, we know who you are. And you're like, genius. <laughs> genius. Heck, um, yeah. One touch buy. It's a... Uh, I love it. I love it because you can go places and you can just pay. and You don't have to swipe a card. You don't even have to get a card out. Yeah, you just, you do. this is the pump I'm going to, pump gas, leave. Yep. It's yep. so easy. It's pretty pretty exciting. I don't think it'll be uh, this year, but it looks as soon as next year that it will be implemented. So, so I want to go from something that is being equipped to a card that's really cool to something that's not. We talk a lot about um, streaming fatigue and everything. Did you see that BMW is going to be or oh, maybe considering they're making a subscription service for heated seats and stuff? Yeah. This has to be a joke, This right? has to be a joke. This has to be Why something. Why would you software lock a, 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 a key feature for many people? And and what purpose does it show to have a software block on it? Yeah, I don't I don't understand. So I guess maybe like if you live in Florida, you're like, well, I don't use that feature, but like then don't buy a car that has that feature or don't use it. But the car has the seat heaters on it. Yeah. And most nowadays have AC and heat. So like, don't who cares? Brag. You're, you're going to don't brag. I don't have AC. Heat. I don't AC. either. So I like, was in a car that had it. Mark's does. changed my life. Yeah. It was probably Mark's car. <laughs> it wasn't. I didn't realize his did. I, mm-hmm. I rode home with him the other day. Yeah. Should have done it. It's awesome. So does this finally illustrate that maybe microtransactions are, are getting away from us? Like, dude, I, the reason yeah. you provide a subscription is some is there some kind of ongoing maintenance? Yeah, but this is not ongoing. Yeah, is there anything in addition to the heated seats, or is it nobody's talking about that? Because yeah, I've only ever seen the heated I've seat only thing. ever seen the heated seats being mentioned. So this is why I feel like this has to be a joke because nobody in their right mind has to see that there's a, a need for it. Because like right like okay maybe the seats turn on and off by themselves and so they need to connect back to the internet and they you know oh it's seven degrees out I'll turn the seats on automatically ahead of time I for mean, you that's that's a service yeah you know that's something I would bundle that in with something else I wouldn't say I'm charging you eighteen dollars a month for freaking seat heaters I um this might be um. This might be hearsay. That we got? Yeah. However, he read in the past that the headlines as well as bodies of articles have found out that actually the automaker has no public plans to bring the subscription model to the U.S. market and, it, and that it's happening in South Korea. So it's happening in South Korea specifically. I don't care where it's yeah, happening. I, I'm still I'm still upset. I'm still upset about it. I wanted to see if it was if there was anything else, but it is just heated seats. I don't understand. What if that's like a weird like South Korean law or something dumb? Because they have like fan death stuff, so where it's like there's a law to have timers on all fans. Really? Yeah. Because they think that it'll suck the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even kidding. Fan death is the dumbest concept. That may have sucked all the intelligence out of the room. So, <laughs> so they may actually be onto something. I guess, man. It's funny. Oh my gosh. 
Well, um, we talked about shopping quite a bit. We we have some social news now, I guess, because Pinterest got a new CEO and he's got some big plans. Pinterest's new CEO started recognizing that there's an opportunity for Pinterest to be a, well, a shopping app, <laughs> which well, is duh. like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so this Bill Silberman uh, stepped down and this Bill Reddy <laughs> started. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, guys, I don't know why we're not sending people to, you know, shopping links with like affiliate codes. Do we get money or like actually having a shopping e-commerce solution on Pinterest? Because that's pretty much all people do on Pinterest. What is Etsy? Yeah. It's a Pinterest mall. Exactly. So the shopification of Pinterest, man, it's, like it's you go on Pinterest and you go, I wish I could make that. Oh, yeah. And then somebody going, I can. I can, I can make that. I can send it I'll to you right now. I'll make it for you. It's $12. Yeah. You want it customized? Here you go. $85. <laughs> Why is it so much for customized? You should see wow. the difference in work I do. <laughs> and I have to leave the fans on longer, so I have to set the timer twice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is pretty cool. This is kind of coming in line with like how Snapchat and YouTube and some other places are trying to Shopify. Um, but Pinterest is like the only one so far that makes sense. <laughs> so... I'm kind of happy about it. It'll totally change things. But I also kind of believe that Pinterest has been like on a decline and this might kind of save them. So hopefully, I mean, people, they were everywhere. Yeah. People still use Pinterest a lot. They were but like, also the first one to drive me nuts. But now Google images. Well, no, they um, they led the way in forcing you to sign up for their product. Yes, they did. A and complete wall. Do you remember? Do you remember when you used to be able to just browse Twitter? Yeah, same with Instagram, and yeah, the, yeah. everyone kind of took suit after Pinterest did that. And now if you yeah. pull it up, you go, hey, if you want to see this, you should sign up. Yep. If I wanted to sign up, I'd already sign up. I'd be logged in, man. That's the reason I went incognito for this post. I'm <laughs> trying not to see. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you track. <laughs> exactly. You're scaring me, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I don't Pin want you to know that I'm looking up my ex. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's happy. <laughs> but, dude, Pinterest, yeah, they, they started that. <laughs> It's going to change things, so. I think that's exciting. Yeah. I also think, I mean, I, do, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's things that we do that from the outside, somebody's like, I don't understand why they don't see it. But, like, again, Pinterest, I'd say a big competitor to you was Etsy. And you go, in a world of copying others, how do you not see that Etsy copied you? Mm -hmm. They just, they copied you in a way that their people make money. How do you not, how do you not see it? I don't know, but. Now they have, I guess. Well, here this, we are. This Bill Reddy's ready. So, I see what you did there, and I appreciate it. Excellent. I may not have chuckled, but I appreciate it. It's always good, yeah. I, did, I didn't put it in the show notes, but we did talk about it a little bit. TikTok tried to go into a shopification of some sort, and they did a beta in, in UK. And then after that, they were like, okay, this didn't work. Let's not do that anywhere <laughs> pretty else. Cat pretty catastrophically. Like, they were all set and prepared to go yeah. into the U.S. I did see it, and then they went... This oh, failed no. so bad, we've canceled all future plans. Yep. But remarkably, a company full of bad ideas, did you see that they were under scrutiny again? The FCC commissioner put out a notice in the end of June. We kind of, this kind of slipped through our radar a little bit with the holiday and said, you know that this app violates both of your, this is to Google Play and the Apple App Store, violates your very own terms and conditions for being on the on your stores yeah the app store policies yeah you should pull these you should pull tiktok by july 8th yeah um it's of course no longer july 8th and if you crack open your app store you'll see that tiktok is still there yeah uh, it went it ultimately went nowhere but TikTok is a pretty terrible company from the standpoint of privacy. We're fully, we're all fully aware of this. Yeah, they don't really try and hide the amount of data that they're just kind of like giving to, well, the Chinese government. So, yeah. And so, I mean, I guess at this point, there's enough warnings out there that someday people are going to be outraged and wonder why the government did nothing. Read your terms and conditions. I know it's a boring mm -hmm. document. But people are slipping stuff in those things now. Yeah, for people who have literally, like, almost a billion users, then, like, just hire, like, two lawyers and just go through the App Store terms and conditions be like, do we actually meet these? You know, what do we need to change? But, it's yeah. crazy. And then people are like, well, you know, is, is it that big of a deal that, you know, people have our information, whatever, you know, foreign If that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. But recently, a billion Chinese citizens' information got leaked. I did read that. Yeah. 
but just by one hacker who's who um, some sort of developer posted his credentials accidentally in a, in a blog and that was it it was it was that simple and then now this hacker's trying to sell and i say hacker but i mean he's not hacking, really just, just log in yeah. yeah so he just uh he just went on the dark web and is trying to sell this and he uh he provided a little under a million in um data as like a proof i have a billion people's information he from, provided a million yeah but i have a billion <laughs> For reference, there's only like 400 million people in the United States. There's a billion more <laughs> in China. Yeah. It's ridiculous. There's just... So that's that's horrifying to think about. That's financial data. That's, you know, where people live. That's, you know, login data probably from wherever. It's just... Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> that that, and, is, and that some, is slightly nightmare fuel if you some think about it. random person's going to buy a whole bunch of the, that information and use it for, for not so Whatever good Whatever they want to do. Yeah. So... It's horrifying. What you need is insurance, Griff. Ah, of course, of course. But like, how could I use insurance to 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 save me from something that's like online like this? I don't know. Maybe start with Instagram. Can you get Instagram insurance? You can. <laughs> <laughs> we we sound we sound like the old school pitchman. Yeah. <laughs> you so you told me about that that subreddit. I still love it. Where did the soda go? Yeah. Like, where did it go? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you're a uh, you know Instagram influencer who basically lives entirely on the income that you make off of you know whatever you do on Instagram, if you get hacked, that's your livelihood. And uh, this company Notch is here to save you. So basically, not for, to be confused with the guy who invented. That's, um, honestly, yeah, for uh, Minecraft. That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> the guy who made Minecraft is providing insurance to Instagram. No, unrelated. <laughs> Completely unre unrelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I had the first thought too. It was freaking me out. Yeah, company name Notch. I think they are American though. I guess Notch is obviously like Swedish or something. But um, for eight dollars a month. Creators can sign up for this Notch's insurance or Instagram account insurance, which means that if you get hacked or you lose access to your account, the they will pay. I think it's like two hundred and seventy bucks a day or something like that, depending on you know quite a quite a few factors probably, but and and help you regain control of your page. So they'll both help you know with the issues of not being able to get paid by whatever you're making on Instagram and help you get access back for only eight bucks a month. But like for something that's not really a real job <laughs> can i just i don't even have an instagram do you have to prove that you're an influencer i wonder what the requirements are i do not know but i assume there's quite a bit so like how much you get from them i don't know because how do you prove that like you know i'm getting money from samsung for promoting their phone when like you're not getting that via instagram you're getting it from from you know, straight from Samsung or plus you're also hiding that income from the feds. Yeah. So like, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of legality stuff within this notch thing, but maybe that's why it's makes sense for them to start this. Cause it's like, well, we don't have to pay you. You're not a real influencer. Like, <laughs> Oh, who knows? we see the number. We see you have 600 followers. That's not an influencer. Yeah. We'll give you 50 cents a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Did you hear about Twitter though? No. Outside of uh, the Musk thing, Twitter released another feature that I'm like, really, guys? Notes was pretty bad, but uh, now you can collaborate on tweets. Have you ever wanted to tweet something with someone nope. else? Nope. Why not? With another person, a co-author? Because Twitter's whole mission was to be a micro-blogging service. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know what Notes is? Is a blogging service. <laughs> You know what collaborating <laughs> tweets on? Not microblogging. <laughs> you're totally go. You're basically becoming a social media system. Like you're, you're trying to, you're trying to become Facebook. Yep. At this point. Well, welcome to co-tweets. <laughs> so you can co-author tweets. So they didn't simultaneously. Ask, they, when you asked me about it, they didn't even bother to take my advice. No, and, sadly. Jesus, yeah. Pete. I know it's ridiculous. <sighs> but you'll be able to tweet to someone else's audience, basically, through this. All their audience and followers and whatnot could see what you're saying and vice versa. So I guess that's cool, but like, that just means this is a different way to advertise. And that's like mm. not... Yeah, this seems to put a lot of power in the hands of yeah. uh, influencers. Doesn't really feel like this is for I people, could let Samsung so. corporate tweet 
against my followers. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Should sure love that. <laughs> I'm excited for the antics um, of like Wendy's, but we'll see about anybody else. <laughs> so. I love Wendy's. <laughs> the the Wendy's would, that... account, it will be probably throwing some shade. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's that's probably trying to convince people to let them co-author so that they can oh, like yeah. just absolutely like wreck them somehow. <laughs> how great would that be? I don't know how like the drafting system would work though, because like is it a live document that you both are writing to, and or? you have to approve it, or is it just hey, this person's allowed to post on my wall or post my wall <laughs> a cheese pizza in MySpace? They do not even call it a wall anymore. No, wall was Facebook. Was it Facebook? Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, I don't know what MySpaces was called. I guess it's just. Your page? I don't know. I had Zanga. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Friend Finder or whatever that was. Too. Yeah. No, no, that's Terrible. a different. That's a different one. No, Zanga. Oh. Zanga was not porn. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I don't think Friend Finder was either. Was it? I think it is now, though. Oh, probably. I don't. Is that a lot of things still? I don't know. I saw a, a. I follow a guy on YouTube who makes like parody infomercials, and one of them is like. Doesn't matter who you are. Like, basically, this is a social platform for all catfish. Like, just just to see who you get. <laughs> it's just, you just go in knowing it's a game that nobody is who they Nobody wins, they yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Hi, I'm Tamara. <laughs> it, it's just like a compilation of people meeting up being like, Jesus. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, so co-authored tweets. Well, ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah, dumb. Let's throw it in the trash. You joke like it might be more like Facebook, but guess what Facebook's doing? They just changed their algorithm to be more like TikTok, and guess what? They changed their entire theme of groups to be basically Discord or Slack. So, yeah. So now they have channels and all that stuff. They've got this left-aligned sidebar for all the channel lists that can be audio or video or chat-based. They even had the audacity to round the edges and make everything purple, like freaking Discord. <laughs> so... I don't know why they're doing it, but the... Did they buy Discord, or are they just trying to get sued by Discord? I don't know, but they had the audacity of making the demo all video game related, too. So it's like, are you... You guys are literally just trying to be Discord, which... There's, like, multiple apps that exist that are already like this. What are you doing? Right. Like, and and like, this kind of competes with their whole, like... I still use thing. Ventrilo. <laughs> TeamSpeak? Yeah, TeamSpeak, anyone? Yeah. What? No? Nobody Nobody uses that anymore? I imagine that still exists. Do you think Ventrilo still exists? Probably. <laughs> Last updated, 2004. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? Um, on their articles, they said their Ventrilo was one of the main sponsors of QuakeCon 2017. QuakeCon 2017 existed? <laughs> I wish they gave... I wish they... Ooh, see what's new in the latest software review. They don't date any of these. It's hard to keep up when like all games now have a in-game chat system. So, yeah, your major consoles have it. Teamspeak is doing well. I don't know about doing well, but like you know, that's a whole thing. Whoa, Teamspeak uh, looks like they decided to completely ape Discord, and yeah. it's working for them. We're gonna go with uh, Ventrilo's not really making major waves. Smooth all we're good. We could probably boot up my old computer and see what version of Vent is on it. Yeah. And probably determine from there how, how much it's been developed over the past 15 years. <laughs> that looks the same. <laughs> I guarantee you it looks the same. Yeah. Well, it's the moment y'all been waiting for. Are we going to get musky? Yeah. So, must be Twitter. Um, I'm going to just say it like that because, you know, the lawsuit that's going to happen. <laughs> So uh, Musk has gone and said, I'm retracting I think my... think it be Twitter v. Musk, right? I guess. Well, there's a yeah, whole thing of like who's going to sue who. Tw Twitter, well, they've already... Musk has already said he's going to sue. Oh, well... Mu so can we say, how about this? Twitter v. Musk v. Twitter? <laughs> sure. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the it's the triangle we all been looking forward to. <laughs> well, Musk has bailed on his bid to buy Twitter uh, for multiple breaches in the merger agreement, by which basically one, which is the <laughs> so Twitter can't verify the figures on spam accounts. 
so you think this is this is a whole weird complicated thing right but but i also don't think i fault him on this we know that twitter is habitually bad with providing real information yeah and his complaints have a certain level of validity because they said every time i've asked for the information they either ignore it or they give me raw data dumps of databases. Yeah, and in the past... And make him sort that data, which, yep. one, why the hell are they just giving data away for people? Large, large Large quantities. databases. Yeah. You're just letting somebody have that? Yep. That's got your information. It's got my information, right? So... But also that data is like, how? okay, but like, how do you tell if this is still what human is or it? not? Yeah, so there's still no verifiable data. And they've said they have these analytics. So... Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think they're playing a game with him, mm-hmm. and 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 saying, "Listen, doesn't matter. You're too far deep." This is why I hate Twitter because part of me agrees with Elon Musk. <laughs> well, Musk is is still probably on the hook for at least a billion in a breakup fee uh, if Twitter says, "Like, okay, fine, whatever." But probably a lot more if Twitter beats him in court, which Twitter is now hired in the lead firm. Uh, law firm to handle all this forthcoming lawsuit. Of course they have. So, you know, Elon already has a legal team that's freaking scary, but Twitter's also large. So it, this might be the battle of the century. So It is interesting. And something that I kind of heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, but some of his cap, like some of the capital that he had because of all the struggles they've had is that the, the guys don't want to be part of it. And so yeah. he's starting to lose some of he'd have to pull from his own funding. He got about a half of it of the what is it, forty six million or something from a loan, but the other like I think it was like twenty five percent was him, and then the other twenty five was like other investors, basically. Yep. And some of those other investors have just they're like, tired. nah, man, this is yeah. This is getting stupid. This is crazy. And Musk's funds are not exactly liquid. <laughs> so they what? are all <laughs> In other words, so. in this quarter, we have a crazy billionaire. Yep. And in this quarter, we have a crazy billion company. Yeah. A billionaire company. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned, and I think it's funny because it might just hurt both of their image. <laughs> so. Is it, though? Both of them. I think it's funny, yeah. Both <laughs> of them are acting nuts. Yeah. So... Elon Musk is pretty. Uh, Elon Musk, with everything he's said about COVID and everything else mm-hmm. over the years, he's become a crazy. Like he's just so he's already notably crazy. Yeah. Twitter. We just got done talking about how their biggest upgrades were completely against the mission of Twitter, yep. which is let's make it a blogging platform that allows people to collaborate on their tweets. Like we like. There's so many more important things in the world to deal with, and these people are just like... I want them... Here's here's what's man. important. They're both wasting each other's time and money so that I don't really have to pay attention to either of them. Yeah. Because I don't have to read about Elon Musk posting something about how he can ruin some other company or he can make it better. The biggest innovation in space we've had in the last, like, 15 years is the James Webb Telescope, which costs $10 billion. This... We're talking, what, $46 billion or something? Ridiculous, people. Just freaking allocate the funds billion. somewhere else. $46 billion. Fix to- global hunger. Do something else. <laughs> Jesus. That, that, my friends, is a quote. God. That's, I don't, you know, uh, listen, I'm just going to play the outro music. Because here's, <laughs> that, <laughs> you, you have, that, that's the comment of the day, Griff. You know, forty-six billion or whatever that's going to be. Um, well, it's going to cost a lot more now with this freaking lawsuit. So, just imagine though that you you go to try to buy something. Now you're stuck with Twitter. <laughs> what a serious uh, case of buyer's remorse he's having. <laughs> it's probably because he saw they released notes. Because they also, by the way, they he he also one of the other things I don't think I saw it in these notes. The other reason he is. Um, having issues is because they laid off and fired a bunch of people. Yeah. Which we don't know if that was truly at the hands of Musk or if that was the current CEO who was just like um, trying to get rid of everything. Musk includes it as to one of his reasons he's Mm. pulling out. They are supposed to pause until everything has been finalized. I know there was a hiring freeze, but yeah, was there a But they fired a bunch of people. Oh my God. So they got rid of a whole bunch of their... 
And he's like, mm-hmm. you got rid of potentially a bunch of good talent. Mm-hmm. He's like, so why did you do that? Why did you release all of this good talent? Because think about it. If you hire, if you get, you could screw somebody over by like you buy my company and I fire my best employee. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Bias, bias. <laughs> that guy, well, yeah, you bought, like you're entered in and you're like, hold on a second. 75% of your revenue comes from that guy and you just fired him. This is funny because so Twitter just did this. Tesla just fired a bunch of people too. And guess who just did a huge firing purge too? Was Meta. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg sent out an email to all managers that said it was like it was the day of that um, he was trying to fire people. He said by 5 p.m., managers, if if your employees are not overachieving, we don't want them in our company. Wow. Yeah. So he fired a huge amount of people. So all of these probably very smart people, wh- where are they going? <laughs> probably someplace better. Yeah. Like create a new company or something, man, or going to, you know, Apple or something. Who knows? It's just insane. Yeah. Um, There's a huge change of, uh, of work right now, though. So it, it's, and for what? Uh, like, that's the thing. But all of these companies make a product that I would argue does not make life better. Yeah, no. Not anymore. No. no. At one point in time, that was their focus. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we tried to be exciting. We tried to have fun today, but we really... Got heated. It's a heated you combo. Could solve, you could solve the food crisis. You could do a lot of things with forty-six billion dollars, man. And you know what you can't. You know what you can't do. Make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently so. So sad. Well, that's a. Uh, we probably should have gone back to. Uh, what was the fake show I called it at, at the top? Talking tracks. We should yeah, yeah. just go back to being talking tracks. That would have been a lot more calm. Yeah, <laughs> we would have had more fun. <laughs> well, look, hey, um, Griff, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll let the kind people go about their day, enjoy watching us get all bent out of shape over a bunch of nerds that uh, whatever. I think to calm ourselves down, we should go find the James Webb photos, telescope photos, and, and just chill out for a little bit it's gonna be a ton coming so i'm pretty excited so while we do that thank you everybody for joining us of course as always go to lighthousesol.com forward slash that's the one that's on the question mark the other one won't do you much good forward slash podcast and you can find and you'll automatically filter out everything that's not a podcast you can check out this episode you can even see the show notes there's a way to play this podcast, but if you're already listening to it to get this part, then you probably already know what happens in this one. But you could listen to any of the other ones that you've missed as a result of whatever. But while you're there, go ahead and click the resources tab. Check out everything that Griffin and his team post. There's always a bunch of great tips, tricks, information as to what's going on. And we don't even get to cover half of it because how much happens in it. We just pick some of our favorites and come chat and yell at you. So on behalf of Griffin, I'm Matt. I think uh, I think that concludes that this does. episode. Mm-hmm. So let's go talk talk about Spotify tracks. Apparently, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs>